Hi, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, August 28th. The Republican National Convention is in the books. Did Donald Trump accomplish his goals? We'll also discuss today getting back out on the campaign trail. Will it happen in 2020? And finally, Jacob Blake's father talking about his conversation with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Donald Trump's big acceptance speech on the South Lawn of the White House, certainly the images and power of incumbency on display, even if against tradition and perhaps against the law. The question is, in the 70-minute long the second longest acceptance speech, second only to his speech from four years ago, did the 70-minute long speech accomplish his most important goals for the convention this week? The speech itself, it looked like the president had lost a little steam when he came to the end of the speech. But he did two things. Sort of the first third of the speech was about ticking off accomplishments that he sees and his actions and really using the imagery of the White House behind him while ticking through the things he's done as president. That's sort of the power of incumbency on display right there and trying to press that advantage. But then he turned in the back half of the speech to its primary goal, which, as we've said all week, was to make this election not a referendum on Donald Trump, but a choice between Trump and Biden. And he set out and gave probably the most aggressive and concerted takedown of Joe Biden that he has done to date in this campaign to really tee up contrast after contrast. He painted Biden, of course, as sort of an anarchist, radical liberal. It's not the image that most people have of Joe Biden in their minds, but Donald Trump is going to try to spend the next 10 weeks changing that fact for voters. But he also offered this notion of going right at Joe Biden's campaign slogan, campaign rationale. When Donald Trump said, Joe Biden is not a savior of America's soul. He is the destroyer of America's jobs. And if given the chance, he will be the destroyer of American greatness. That is the frame that Donald Trump is going to take into these final 10 weeks to sort of play off of Joe Biden's constant refrain about being in a battle for the soul of the nation. And of course, the law and order messaging that we have seen all week long, Donald Trump painted a picture of mob rule in America as being totally unacceptable. Of course, all the images that he points to right now are images taking place in Donald Trump's America, but that is not going to stop him from trying to convince undecided voters, wavering Republicans and moderates who perhaps have taken a step away from Trump, get back into the fold, he's trying to say, as he uses fear of violence and lawlessness as his main selling point for another four years of Donald Trump. So the big question after this week is, did Donald Trump and his campaign and the Republican Party in four days undo four years worth of perceptions about the president? We don't know the answer to that question yet, but certainly that was the goal, right? There was the constant pushing of he's not racist, he's not sexist. Hey, look at this. He actually has compassion about victims of coronavirus and has a plan forward on that. And Joe Biden is scary and unacceptable, raising enough doubts there. That is the question. Did Donald Trump undo four years worth of daily tirades on Twitter, of grievance politics, and of mismanagement of the pandemic? All of that. Does that get wiped away in four days? It seems like a tall order, but we will await to see how convincing the convention was for voters this week. 
Now here's what else matters today. The campaign trail is actually coming back to life in some way. One day after the Republican convention, we saw Mike Pence and Donald Trump hit the trail. Now they have been out there over these last many weeks, usually under the guise of official business and coronavirus related or economic related official events, but of course all taking place in battleground states today. Mike Pence went to Minnesota and Michigan. Donald Trump went to New Hampshire. Now take a look at that map, folks. Minnesota and New Hampshire, the two closest states that actually stayed blue for Hillary Clinton in 2016. On the day after the RNC, Trump and Pence are both playing a little offense, which is not what this campaign season has been about. It has been about defense for the Trump campaign, trying to shore up some places that should have been reliably red already, like in Ohio or in Iowa, spending money and time in those places. This is actually a little bit of offense on their part, day after the convention, going to Minnesota and New Hampshire. So careful to see how the map changes after these conventions as well. And Joe Biden, in a fundraiser last night, told supporters after Labor Day, he's likely to actually get out and do some in-person campaigning, of course, with the caveat that it will be a according to all local health guidelines, and they will follow every protocol possible to make sure that any in-person campaigning he's doing is safe. But expect to see Joe Biden out of the basement and out on the campaign trail after Labor Day. And finally today, as the country is yet again dealing with this moment of racial reckoning, Jacob Blake Sr., the father of the young man that was shot seven times by the police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin last weekend, went on New Day this morning on CNN and discussed his conversation with the Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden and his running mate Kamala Harris. I talked to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for an hour on the phone. They were so comforting that you almost forgot how the situation was really playing out. It was like I was speaking to my uncle and one of my sisters. Earlier in the interview... Blake was asked if he had any communication with President Trump. Negative was his answer. But that right there, that testimonial, that could have been a part of the Democratic National Convention last week, playing right into Biden's strength on empathy, spending an hour on the phone with him, and obviously Jacob Blake Sr. calling them both, Biden and Harris, comforting in that conversation. It is that empathy advantage that you're hearing about right there that Joe Biden has that Donald Trump spent all week trying to chip away at this week at the Republican National Convention. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our technical lead. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Mutesa, and Priscilla Alibi, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. David Toledo is the team's production assistant. We'll talk to you on Monday. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.